This is your brain on Donald J. Trump at the last presidential debate. Pardon me, would you have any gray poupon? But of course. <laughs> this is Joe Biden's brain at the last presidential debate. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? I don't think there's anybody back there. Any questions? You're listening to the WR Podcast. Let freedom ring. Simple talk on current events. With a little bit of how you would say a punk rock attitude. With your host, Will Ramos. POTUS was polite, nice, behaved, presidential, informative, strong, confident, and showed true leadership. Biden looked combative, in denial, retired, unconfident, non-informative, weak, and lacked to show true leadership. And the basic question, you had eight years, Joe, as vice president. Why do all the changes now? Christian, he had eight years to do what he said he was going to do. And I've changed without having a specific. We got rid of catch and release. We got rid of a lot of horrible things that they put in and that they lived with. But he had eight years he was vice president. He did nothing. Biden also ran for the presidency twice. Twice. And lost. The first time he had to disqualify himself. For plagiarism, look it up. It's not me. And you know, in the last debates, the questions could have been far better than the same old tiresome questions, starting with COVID and Biden blaming the president for all the deaths. Really, are we going to do this at the start of the night? Pointing fingers. How would anyone know how to handle a new crisis without panicking? He says, Biden says, Trump panicked. And Biden says, Americans don't panic. Well, if that's so, what's with all the toilet paper? What was all the water shortage? What was that? That's panicking. It's so easy to put the blame because it's not you. It's so easy. But with no information, no real information to gather at the time, the best choices were made by the president. And that was to cut off the travel from China. And then led to the cutoff of Europe travel. Then we got into the questions about the damn taxes. Who cares? I could care less about the damn taxes. A secret Chinese account Biden was talking about. Really? You have to remember, he was a real estate developer. Had businesses all over the world. These things had to be shut down or closed. And they were not secret. Obviously, it's public. And a question, 
What happens when you evade taxes? What happens to you? You go to jail. So why does everybody keep saying that he's not paying his fair share of taxes? It's nonsense. It's nonsense. $750, like the president said. That was probably for the application. Nonsense. Then we got into the whole race thing again. If he's so racist, why is he doing more for the black community than anybody else has done? Why? The First Step Act, giving money to the historical black colleges, and the list goes on. But you know what kills me is that the same questions. It's like, we need to change the moderators. We need to change the way these questions are asked. Because one of the things, or one of the main and important questions that were not asked is foreign policy. Let me tell you, Nobel Peace Prizes will be given to Donald J. Trump. In 2021, guarantee, mark my words, why aren't we talking about foreign policy? This is such an important step. For ages, the Middle East has been in war. And an outsider, all it took was a simple idea, a sit down. And here are the steps. The Arab Emirates. Bayrang, and now Sudam, these are excellent moves, and the rest will follow. There's nothing wrong with having peace. Nothing wrong with that, and there's nothing wrong with getting along with all the leaders from around the world. Nothing wrong with that. So like I said before, you do not vote on personality you vote on policy you do not vote because you think he's egregious you vote on his economy you do not vote because in street terms you think he's ratchet but you vote on his record his record these are the things that are important and in like, like I said before, if you don't follow what's going on in your own country, then don't vote. Stay home. But do not give your opinion because it does not matter. You have to get involved. You have to make the moves. You have to do your due diligence and do what's right. You want to keep someone in the office that's going to protect the American citizens from other countries, from war. You want to keep someone in the office that's going to do and represent what we want him to do. You want to keep someone in the office that when he says he's going to do something, he is going to do it. Not talk about it like your average politician does. Because in the last several years, that's what some politicians have been doing. Promising and promising and promising. But lying and lying and lying. You can keep your medical plan. You can keep your favorite doctor. You liar! Why would you do that to the American people? Why didn't he do it four years ago? 
Why didn't you do that? Four years ago, even less than that, why didn't you I do it? You were vice president. You keep talking about all these things you're going to do, and you're going to do this. But you were there just a short time ago, and you guys did nothing. We did. You know, Joe, I, I ran because of you. I ran because of Barack Obama, because you did a poor job. If I thought you did a good job, I would have never run. Uh, I would have never run. <laughs> I ran because of you. I'm looking at you now. You're a politician. I ran because of you. And as you can hear, he's laughing. He's laughing because he has no comeback. He has no rebuttal. He knows he's done nothing. Him, personally, 47 years on the political dole. And the only thing that he did do was partake in the 1994 crime bill that put the minorities in jail longer than they needed to be in jail and the Abuse Against Women's Act. Other than that, he's been riding on Obama's coattails. That's about it. What do you think? Just because you're going to give your nice smile and your long-winded stories that go nowhere nowadays, that that's going to help run your election? That's going to help you win the election? Running twice? And if you almost think about it, well, think about it, it's so parallel to Hillary's campaign. She didn't put the effort, and he's putting so much less effort. She drew at least a few more people to her rallies. But he thinks by running in the basement, he's going to win the election. He's not going to win the election, i tell you that right now. POTUS is doing two, three, four, five rallies a day, and he's 74 years old, sharp, energetic. And pushing the message. Biden is not pushing any message. He's still riding on Obama's on Obama's legacy. Just like Hillary tried to do. Riding on Obama's legacy. If it didn't work then, what's going to make you think it's going to work now? We need something new. And that's what we have. We need someone who's going to do it. We need someone with steel in his nether regions. Amigo. The only thing in this world that gives horns is balls. You got that? Balls. And that, my friends, this president has a lot of. And remember, you have to talk to the strongest, the most craziest, the most corrupt leaders around the world and be stern and steady and represent America. I'm sorry, but Biden needs to retire. There's no way that some leader from a foreign country is going to take Joe Biden seriously. No way. They didn't take Obama that seriously. And mark my words, if Hillary got the position, we definitely would have been in some kind of entanglement right now. Thank goodness that didn't happen. Come on, man. We're pretty much replaying what happened in 2016. The odds were in low favor for the POTUS, and his opponent was leading. And they're pretty much similar polling. But Hillary had more than Biden has. And speaking of polling, don't believe that nonsense. I'm going to break it down to you, but don't copy this, okay? This is my theory. Polling, to me, is a glorified survey. Polling, for me, is an elaborate questionnaire. That's all what that is. 
It's people's opinion. And you don't even know if those people are going to vote anyway. These are the polls that you get when you go online and you look for something and all of a sudden it pops up. Are you in favor of the president? And then you sign yes and what he has done, the accomplishments, blah, blah, blah. And then you send your email. That's what a polling is. But that's not going to affect the vote. The electoral vote is the most important of them all. Polling, for me, is an elaborate questionnaire. That's all what that is. And I'm going to give you another one to think about. And if you go on your search engine and you check, can I switch my vote? This is a real thing. If you go on your favorite search engine and type in, can I switch my vote? Check that out. Talk to me later. You know why that's happening? Because ever since the last debate, people are concerned. People are questioning what's happening with Joe's son. And you know what? It's a real thing. Why? Because a lot of people's accounts like Twitter, and if you put anything in reference to that on YouTube, you will get canceled. You will get shut down. Oh, yeah. The deep state is real. And they're trying to take control of the media. You have to fight for our freedom. We have to fight for our freedom. And that's what the president is actually doing. He actually sent out a lawsuit to Google. Why, you may say, this is necessary? Because it maintains our freedom. Our American freedom. The Trump administration's legal arm is suing Google for antitrust violations. The government says Google abuses its dominance in online search and advertising to stifle competition and harm consumers. Google calls the lawsuit deeply flawed. Correspondent Jillian Turner has our story tonight from Washington. The suit has been over a year in the making, with Attorney General Bill Barr directly involved in planning, according to Justice Department sources. Now DOJ and 11 states are accusing Google of violating antitrust laws, writing, Google no longer competes only on the merits, but instead uses its monopoly power and billions in monopoly profits to lock up key pathways to search on mobile phones, browsers, and next-generation devices. The end result is no one can feasibly challenge Google's dominance in search and search advertising. Barr adds this is a monumental case for the Department of Justice and, more importantly, for the American consumer. Fox News has learned the litigation is the result of a broad investigation into Google's business practices. Officials quickly lasered in on the company's alleged anti-competitive practices. 90% of all web searches in America are done through Google's search engine. That's because Google allows companies like Apple to include its search engine in its products for free. In return, Google demands its search engine be used exclusively. Senate Finance Chairman Chuck Grassley says there's only one path forward. Monopolies under our laws uh, have to be questioned, and if they're anti-competitive and violating the antitrust laws, they have to be prosecuted. DOJ argues Google's financial power leads to less choices, poorer quality, and higher ad prices, which in turn hurt Google's users, advertisers, and millions of small businesses. But some experts caution DOJ's suit could ultimately hurt consumers more than help. Consumers enjoy Google products. They're often free. Um, they choose them when given a choice. They, these are products that innovate 
rapidly. Google agrees, calling the lawsuit deeply flawed. If this case is correct, it will make it harder for consumers potentially to access Google, to access a search service that they love and they, they, they choose to use. And tonight, Fox News obtains a memo from CEO Sundar Pichai to employees telling them to ignore the noise and stay deeply focused on their mission. You see, right away they tell you, avoid the distraction. No, there are 15 other search engines you can use that are just as good as Google with more privacy and unbiased. That's right, Google is biased depending on the search that you're, especially political. Don't just take my word for it. Watch out for Google. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. And before I finish this episode, I just want to say I'm not trying to influence anyone. But this election is important. Do the research. Don't just look on Facebook and get sound bites, video clips, Instagram clips. Do the research. You don't have to ask people. Do it on your own. Search. Pile up all the evidence you need to make your choice. You put all the evidence out on the table. That's how you make your choice. Don't just watch one program. Watch all the programs. Left, independent, right. Watch all the programs. Also, go online. Also, watch the cable networks. Also, listen to radio, the podcasts, and make your own decision. Don't be influenced, and especially don't let a politician influence you. You go on policy, not personality, as I said. So, until next time, tune in to the WR Podcast. Let freedom ring. We have to maintain our freedom. I gotta be a man.